All right, everybody. Welcome to the very first time that we're doing this Backdoors and Breaches live session here on the Black Hills Information Security YouTube channel. Uh, we're coming to you live right now from the Backdoors and Breaches Discord channel. If you go to like discord.gg slash BNB, you'll be able to join us. We are live and today we have Cypher. Cypher, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Cypher is the person who, and I I will continue to say this for a long period of time, made the first illegal version of the tabletop simulator. Uh, we reached out to them, him, and he's like, are you going to sue me? No, actually. No, no, most you. likely not. Most likely no, not. Most likely so, not. We'd like to hire Depends you. if it's good. Yeah. If it's disappointing, our lawyers will be in contact <laughs> with you. Uh, I'm glad I pleased you. So Ryan's telling me my camera's off. I'm going to put it back on. All right, there we go. And let's see. So also with us is Ian Meyer. If you don't know, Ian is one of the head organizers at B-Sides Orlando, all around good friend of ours, and uh, has taken cubicles and compromises to the next level. Like we, I don't, I don't want to say we abandoned cubicles and compromises, but we, we kind of abandoned cubicles and compromises. But Ian's like, I'm just going to take this and run with it and has done some amazing work with it. So thanks for being here. We got Slegna, who is probably one of the most genuinely nice human beings on the planet who helps us in the Black Hills Information Security Discord and also Wild West Hack and Fest Discord and the trainings that we do. And we couldn't do what we do uh, online without him. We got Ralph as a tester here with Black Hills Information Security. This is Ralph's first time playing Backdoors and Breaches. And so we will not point and laugh. We will just enjoy Ralph's learning with the rest of us. Uh, Piranha Mama is here with us. She came to us at some point and said, would you teach uh, Backdoors and Breaches to my Cyber Peaches uh, people? And we did with these uh, high school students, and they asked great questions. They dove right in, and I was very impressed. And if she's the one that's leading them, then we are in good hands here in the future. We got Mubix with us, and at some point, I'm like, it's Mubix. <laughs> Mubix with Black Hills Information Security has a long, long history. Illustrious in career. <laughs> they just keep calling you older. So I know, keep calling me older. So long. Just got AARP. Well, I watched Google Video. <laughs> Uh, videos of of John Strand talking about Netcat, so I'm not the oldest man in the room. That's <laughs> oh. fired. Ouch. Uh, we got Smithereens with us. Smithereens is also a community leader in the Black Hills Information Discord, and Wallace Hack and Fest Discord, and all of John's trainings. And literally, we could not do the training at scale without Smithereens and the work that he does to help share his knowledge with others. We got John Strand with us. Hi. And then we got Wade. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's John. It's John. Everyone should know John. And then we got Wade. Wade gave one of the best talks of all this Hack and Fest last year. And that's how we found Wade for the first time. He's crammed, I think it was a 30-minute talk. And we're like, hey, Wade, it's 15 minutes, actually. And you're like, <laughs> And so he gave a 30-minute talk in 15 minutes. And it was so filled with actionable items. It was so good. And we were like, please come back. And then from that point, we just got to know Wade. And we're very, very impressed by him. So we have a bunch of people with us today. And we're going to play Backdoors and Breaches live for the first time using our new tabletop simulator version and so if you want to get this it's available if you have tabletop simulator i think you have to pay like 20 bucks to get tabletop simulator and then you have to go through a series of tubes or something to be able to find uh do a search for bhis uh for backdoors and breaches don't do a search for backdoors and breaches you get a bunch of different games they're not you're probably it's not, do. it's not our game it's like none of those, <laughs> those are totally different yeah uh, so do a search for B-H-I-S, and then you'll be able to find Backdoors and Breaches and be able to play yourself. You're not going to play this game. You'll get your own instance of it. 
All right, so before the game started, we practiced a little bit because everyone's new to this, and over the next couple weeks, we'll be less new to it, and then we can just jump right in. Uh, John, anything before we get started? No, just happy everyone's here. I know this is a little bit different than the news, but you know, we're getting backdoors and breaches out there to the masses, that is news. So we're not talking about the news. We're making the news today. So. <laughs> All right. So. News to talk about anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ransomware, ransomware, ransomware. <laughs> and my first breach, breach, yeah. breach. God. Yeah. Okay. So. so Mubix like shared this, uh, this thing in the discord channel today of like all the top news stories. And you're like, <laughs> it's never right. going to be normal ever again. No, <laughs> nothing, nothing interesting happening at all. Yeah. Nope. No. All right. So to all of our people here today, I am playing the role of the incident master. Now, Surprisingly, I have the least amount of information technology skills, and I'm the incident master. So one of the things that we want you to note is that you don't have to be an infosec genius or wizard or master to be able to be an incident master. You just need to be able to give a scenario and then lead people through the game. And I also have John Strand here as my, uh, just in case I can't get myself out of a jam, uh, John can help me. But for the most part, I'm going to show you some techniques today that I don't have to be the expert here. I can rely on the defenders to be the experts. So with that said, I'm going to give you all the scenario, and then we're going to try to solve it. You're going to have 10 turns to try to reveal my four attack cards. And so those are my four attack cards. And it is a part of the... John, can I say the uh, copywritten version of what we're trying to reveal? Yeah, I could say, yeah, it's copyrighted. Um, Thank you, Lockheed Martin, uh, for Thank the you. cyber kill chain uh, that we're going to reveal today. Uh, so we have yeah. the incident, the initial compromise. So you have to figure that out. You have to figure out how the attackers maintain persistence in the network. You have to figure out how they pivoted and escalated if they did and how they were able to use whatever for C2 and exfiltration. And to do that, you're going to have a series of procedure cards that you'll use and each time that you try to do something you'll have to roll the dice to see if those people uh, are able to or to see if you're able to reveal one of my attacks all right so with all that said here comes your that scenario lot. Lot. i know i know like i feel like at some point i just need to stop talking and all of you need to be funny okay all right so here's the scenario uh there was a Doug in accounting got an email from the CFO. So the, it was an urgent email, very curt, I want to say. Uh, but the CFO said, I need you to take a look at this file immediately and give me some analysis on it. Okay, so the email came in from the CFO to one of the accounting uh, uh, analysts. Doug opened up the email. It was essentially like a blank document. There wasn't really in, anything in there. So Doug responded to the email saying, hey, uh, did you attach the right file? I don't really see anything in here that I can do anything with. And the CFO responded with a link, like a SharePoint link or a Gmail link, something that's very long and says, here you go. So then Doug clicked on the link. Nothing happened. Like there was actually nothing that happened that Doug could tell. And at that point, Doug's like, mm, and then called the CFO and said, hey, I got your email. I got your link. I can't quite figure this out. And the CFO said, what email, what link? And from there, it is now escalated up to you all, the security team, to see, is this a security issue? If it is a security issue, 
is this the initial compromise or is this just part of an overall attack? What is the uh, way that the attackers may be pivoted and escalating? How are they maintaining persistence and what are they using for T2 and exfiltration? So that's it. That's all you got to go on. Mubix, question. How long has it been since the um, since we since Doug saw the first email? Uh, so Doug got this email on Friday afternoon. Uh, today is Thursday. Fantastic. Well, guys, I think we're all cool because as long as we don't have Cookie Monster eating the contents of his screen, I, that's that's how I do all of my incident response. You know? <laughs> yeah, how's our how are our our, our gar- garbage files doing right now? Garbage <laughs> files. Gibson's running it full. <laughs> going oh, shot. Yeah. Wait, I gotta get I gotta get into the knock. Let me get my skateboard. It's funny. There's gonna be a lot of like you know younger people here. They're like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's old people references. It's old people references. Kids. It's, it's movie hackers. Go watch it. So. It is the movie of your ancestors. <laughs> this this is the movie of my people. This is where you come from, son. Soon all of this will be yours, including the pool. Yes, the pool too. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, 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 we kind of talked about this a little bit on the pre-show, and I, and I think you had a really good approach to jumping right in. It's just you suck at rolling, all of you. Uh, what, what, was, what was your initial opening that you all wanted to do? Maybe, yeah. right? So yeah, I think we're initially, like we talked about it probably being a fish or a social engineering. So we talked about doing the uh, endpoint security protection analysis as our first role. Why don't we switch that up and go with Sim instead? Yeah, I, I, I liked that as well. For As John said on the pre-show, uh, you know, go through and if all of our things are logging in properly, we, we should see them and then we get that plus three modifier as well the plus three modifier is really going to make or break it too for us so mm. it's not just a coin flip which is going to help not us if out. jason rolls it yep i didn't know that i didn't know that tabletop simulator could weight dice but apparently um <laughs> possible and, and, and for those jason of you that are watching, a negative five modifier <laughs> For those of you that are watching, trying to figure out what, what this has to do with anything, um, whenever you play Backdoors and Breaches, you get four procedure cards. And those are cards that you have documented procedures that your team is trained on. That means it's written up. It's not like, oh, you know, Earl in the IT team, he's real good at sim. We'll just give it to him. There is no freaking Earl card. You have to have that crap documented. So those are the plus three modifiers. So that would be the reason why they would look at something like SIM analysis on the far left rather than doing something like point protection analysis instead. Um, Even though endpoint protection analysis for many people would be one of the first things they would do. But in this situation, going with one of the cards you have up front gives you a heightened chance of actually getting that action successful because of the plus three modifier. So uh, going to, going back to your team, you guys, what are you going to decide to do? I, I, mean, I, I think, think the point about the, the role is, is that Sam is a good idea since we do have that three. Or I know somebody I recommended using Rita, so that's kind of another way to look at it. So I'm, also, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement, but I think we should consider the possibility of rolling to just stick our head in the sand, like John said at the <laughs> beginning. Yeah. You know, we're here. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. You got to plant your flag. Got to. Right. So, so you guys, do you guys decide on sim? Let's go for sim. Sim it is. Right, sim. So I'm going to let you all pick which dice I'm going to roll this time. Do you want the, <laughs> the orange or the purple? Orange. Orange. both. 
Yeah, he's waiting. Right. Both. That's All right. I heard orange, so here we go. And it is a 12. Yes. Right. So with a plus three modifier. With a plus three modifier, so 15. you have a 15. Solidly so. Uh, with your seam log analysis, you're able to determine that the attackers are using an internal password spray. So I'm going to reveal this card for you. Internal password. <laughs> it's the eternal password spray. Yeah. Did I say in an eternal, eternal password it, spray? It never ends, yeah. It's a never-ending password. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a never-ending story. And this eternal password <laughs> spray. Yeah, oh, sorry. Never so, story. as a reminder, when you play this game, that if your procedure could reveal more than one aspect of the attack, I will only reveal one aspect at this time, and then you can go back and try it again later after the cool off period because the way i play whoa what we tilted all of it a little bit sideways there we We activated the trap card (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i have a three turn cool off period for all procedures so that way someone's not just brute forcing the same thing over and over and over again so this is love. this is our pivoting um, and privilege escalation. So this is not how they got in. So somehow we found that that this uh, breach. I, I can you help us on the story here because I don't understand Absolutely. how we can find so, this already. So so, so let, let's think about it. If you're if you're actually working an incident, right? You're going to go look for something, right? Like we desperately want to find out. Is this system compromised? Was there, you know, how was that initial compromised? But how many times when you're working an incident, do you actually look at your SIM and the first thing that you see is Doug's account has logged into like 53,000 other workstations. So you may not have found what you were looking for, uh, but you did find something. Uh, so that's kind of how this, how this works. It's not, uh, not necessarily like, it's just like an incident. If you're going through and you're not going to target your card, it's not like pool, like I'm going for the initial compromise card on the far left. Um, when you're doing this research, you may find evidence, but it may pull up different parts of the overall methodology or cyber kill chain, as Lockheed Martin likes to call it. So did, did we find that Doug's account was, was, or Doug's computer was doing the password spray, or was it the CFO's computer that was doing the password spray? Like, where... I think I think it was Doug's computer, wasn't it, Jason? It was Doug's computer. It was the uh, Dig Doug account because they do last name, first name, and his parents were them, and they Jason's knew someday muted. in the future. Wow! Yeah, Jason's muted. <laughs> it's my first day. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was coming. <laughs> it was coming from Doug's account. Yeah. Okay, so okay. we're going to assume that someone breached his computer. So that I'd say endpoint analysis for assumption. sure now. Yep. And hopefully we don't fail the role. <laughs> okay. That would be the other thing. I think that that's a great point because the other thing that you would see in those logs in that sim is you would see that the Dig Doug account. Sorry, Jason, I'm giving Doug a last name. That's totally fine. Um, his last name is, his name is Doug Dig, but his user ID is Dig Doug. Um, the Dig Doug account is actually logging on. We would get the user ID and we would get the sim. So, yeah, I think, you know, endpoint analysis would be very good. Uh, I think that would be a good approach. So we're working our way back from from the password spraying. Do we, like like it was a password spray from his computer or passwords? Like, yeah. So it's an internal password. Yep. Spray. Yep. Okay. Again, yeah. It's it? an internal password spray from. Does so the there's something there? Computer. Does the simulator? Yeah, 
that it was sourced from his computer or that it was with his account? Yes. Nope. It was his account on his workstation. Okay. So password spraying is, is across a bunch of accounts. So he was on his system. Um, he was trying to uh, like get the attacker was trying to get more creds by spraying passwords across multiple mm-hmm. accounts. Right. Yep. Yep. But remember, in those event logs, whenever you actually look in the details, it'll say these are the user accounts, but you will also see the source workstation and yep. the user. Well, you would see the source workstation, and that would be the DigDug account is trying to authenticate to those other user IDs from DigDug's account. DigDug. Everyone so my question is, our higher here. priority... Do you want to say that five looking, more times? <laughs> <laughs> it's is coming. our higher priority the his endpoint? Or seeing if that password spray was successful and has went further. That's a great point. Like, there's two directions. There are definitely two directions we can go. Coming, going back to the fish, or going further down the line on on if they found an account. That's a great point. So I, I got a question for y'all. Um, if we're trying to do containment, you have two paths. Is there one of those that's better? Contain the workstation or try to contain the other user accounts. Or a third option, since we're on day four, does it even matter? <laughs> that's, the good, so, that's the point right there, is since, does it even matter anymore? So we might as well... Just burn the whole environment down. I mean, endpoint's going to get us endpoint's going to get us the C2 and probably the persistence. Those those two are, are um, what we can start moving on. The the mm-hmm. initial compromise we kind of already know, so like that it's a fish that somehow, and I think that we could put that off till later because uh, we know that 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 account has been compromised. The CFO we can tell him to change his password or whatever. But like the more important thing I think in this scenario so far is that containment, like John was saying, um, because we can go look through logs and find how it was infected. But like finding the persistence, containing that, finding the um, the C2 and looking for any other hosts it's been on is, I think, more important. I would disagree. Yeah. Okay. I would would say you need to get that IOC from the initial compromise to make sure nobody else received that email and click that doc first. Because he's probably not the only one who received the doc. I would. And then you know who else has got it. But. You, you tell me. <laughs> I'm I telling you, dude. You're going head to head with Mubix. I know, uh, right? <laughs> uh, I really like that. Um, I, I would take your side, but he scares me. He's going to leave you alone there. I've already been oh. muted once during a Wild West Hacking Fest. I don't want to be muted again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like your point. Um, the, 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 only, the only caveat I'd say to that, I think that that's a great way to go. The only caveat I'd say, is if we can find the C2, we can find more infections than than what might have clicked, right? That's a good point, yeah. I, I, I care more, I okay. care so, more I, if my I, domain I, is compromised than that workstation. Okay. That. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, folks, one of the things I do in incident response and one of the things I like to do in these games is there's there's a lot of good stuff from the people who aren't talking. Um, so uh, smithereens, what is what are, what is your thought? So on it, I think one of the things that we could look at if you're looking from C2 and Xfil 
is NetFlowRita would also help us out to cover that side of things because then we can kind of like the Joker card getting stuff game. out. Yeah, and it kind of is, but yeah. it, it is helpful. Yeah. Um, but I do like Endpoint as well to see. So it depends kind of what we've been talking about, the, the two different tracks. We can either go, are they getting stuff out? Do we want to target the domain or do we want to start targeting the endpoints? So either of those are kind of good from that side. That's a good question. Cool, Ralph. Um, going sorry, I got going a real to Ralph question. next. I got a real quick question. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Jason, does yes. our organization have a domain? Yes. Like an active directory domain? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, Sorry, Ralph, no. you've been real quiet, and you got that really, really pentative look on your face. Like, <laughs> there's still waters run deep, man. So, <laughs> No, I mean, they, they obviously have persistence inside the environment. I mean, we don't have the evidence to prove that, but it does seem like they do have persistence. They're doing an internal password cast, right? So, I mean, we should try to figure out how they're established that. Either one, how they're establishing that on the system, or two, how they're communicating over the network, right? So, okay. either one of those. Very cool. And then last but not least, Piranha Mama, you've heard the evidence of all these people, one way or the other, which way to go. Your thoughts, and I'm, Jason, I don't know about you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in her hands. Yeah, Piranha Mama's got the, the say. All right. Well, I'm going to go with Rita because whatever the C2 is, Rita's going to figure it out. So that's where I'm going. Wow. It's going to, now we're going to roll a goddamn two. Watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. up in heaven hitting the smite button. Waited, uh, John's room's the, not clean. So. Piranha Mama, do you want the purple or orange die? She's got to yeah, go with we'll purple. purple. It matches her hair. Purple. Got it. Come on, Dicey. And it is a three. Three. Uh, uh, so did you call the numbers? Six. It's the purple die. I told you. The orange die. The, pur- the purple's way yeah. too. Uh, that's a modifier of three. So That's yeah, six. It's, it's six. still a six. Uh, so <laughs> the math checks out. Fine. It's still a fail. All right. So <laughs> here comes the fail. unfortunate question of the day. Whenever something does not work out or is unsuccessful, could you please give me a reason why you think Looking at the logs, the Netflow logs, the Zeke Bro logs, the Rita logs, why would you not be able to determine this type of attack at this time? Go ahead. Someone say why Rita didn't work. Go ahead. I can, I'll, 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 I'll go. I'll go. I'm going to let We have too many logs Rob, and we just need a little more time to think through them. Or they, well, could be, they, they could be cleaning, covering their tracks already. They, who knows how long yes. this is going on. So a number of ways that Rita can miss things. So Rita can miss things if the beacon interval is really, really low. Like if you're talking a beacon interval that's less than an hour, like Rita just really, you know, there's not enough data to actually start doing statistical analysis. The other thing that you can do, um, and this is something we fixed because we blame Rob. Uh, Rob in Egypt, I think it was Egypt, were on a pen test and the company had Rita and they basically set up domain fronting so that Rita was, or the C2 was actually federating its uh, its connections to multiple different IP addresses. Uh, so because of that, we just recently kicked out an update to where Rita will do beaconing detection based on IP address and also by domain. Um, we call this the Rob Sucks update. No <laughs> real reason why we chose that one, uh, but there are ways absolutely that you can get behind, get a, get a get away from any of these different tools that are there. Also, the lot of logs, there's a number of reasons. So, Or, or uh, I have the intern couldn't find it. Yeah, go for it. 
<laughs> yeah. So another good technique uh, recently is um, using DNS, right? So DNS, right? You should be able to pick that up, but check this out. What if you are, so another way to do it, right, is to build your C2, use DNS over TLS and specify the DNS resolver that you want to use to, to build that connection, right? So over DNS, over TLS, right? So that would mean that you'd have to alert on the 8.8.8, right? And you'd have to have a man in the middle and on that DNS traffic to really pop that out. And that's not very common, especially if you roll up into one, uh, 1.3 of TLS, right? Now we actually run into an even bigger issue of pulling out that information. So yep. that might be one way to go. Good luck, bro. I'm behind like seven proxies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll point out that Cisco Umbrella is one of the most amazing tools in that aspect, right? So if you block all yeah. all DNS outbound except for the Cisco Umbrella and use something like that, I don't know if there's other tools. I'd love to promote other tools as well, but like that's the only one that I know of that forces DNS on the system to go through their stuff. And like if if it goes out anywhere that isn't through their stuff. Um, then um, that's an instantly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We also have the ability to block newly seen domains for a day or two, so they're quarantined, which pretty much kills DNS C two. So, did you just say we? So we maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's from the Umbrella Academy. It's the, the royal other thing. we. <laughs> and, and that's a uh, that's a really cool thing because I just found out that for DNS providers, actually rules that if you buy a domain. You've got to be able to get for like, you know, like dying DNS. You got to, their policy is they give a refund up to, I think it's a week or two. I can't remember what that time frame is, but you can actually span up or spin up an evil domain, run it for like a week and a half and then shut it down and then get a refund on that <laughs> domain. So it like disappears like a fart in the wind. It's awesome. <laughs> That's why attackers should always buy expired domains. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're only like a buck ninety nine. Right, we need to keep mo we we need to keep moving. Like we we've like if we were working an incident right now, I think we'd all be fired. We're already Well we know it's bad. Right, we know it's off. bad. That is not true. We know nothing else. Or those are billable yeah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> those are billable hours. <laughs> Okay, it's so okay. we failed at getting Rita, and we can't use that again, but we could Wait, only you, use... You can what? use Rita again in three turns. Remember, everything right, has a right. cool-off period yep. if it's successful. We can't use it again now. Sorry. Correct, yes. Um, yes. But we totally... And we've already used our sim, so you guys want to go endpoint on this to see if that works? It's it not... It doesn't have a modifier, but, like... That's it, it's, a, it's a way forward. Uh, I, I'm with that. Well... But but we also have two other cards on the table just as a thought exercise for y'all. Server analysis going through and looking at the exchange server. You know, you might actually see the initial email that came in that started this all. That might actually get you your initial compromise uh, card. So that's another thought too, going for more high high value. I'm fine with endpoint or server analysis, just as long as we use the orange die and not the purple one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> important things in life. And just out of curiosity, mom was like, I should have chose orange. I should have chose orange. Never, never dye my hair orange. <laughs> You're right. Orange would be orange would be bad. So. Go ahead, Ian. I was going to say a silly question, but did we determine that it is an exchange environment? That it's not something. Yes, there is an. This isn't a. This isn't a like. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, let's just go with on-prem exchange. Let's go with on-prem exchange. Oh, I China. know the CVE. No, I know China. which one it is. I know the CVE. Yeah. yeah. I've got the CVE right here. I have it. Yeah. I'm down uh, with internal, uh, not internal, I'm sorry, server server analysis on the exchange server. <laughs> server analysis. Second the motion. That's All right. Uh, follow that. Let's do these. Yeah, rules. let's do it. All right, who wants to pick the which dice? Orange. Orange, orange. orange forever, right? <laughs> so the problem with me oh, rolling is at some point you're going to hate me, and that's fine. Yes. <laughs> I never hate you. Oh, 14. Uh, it's a 14. Always orange. Didn't let us down. Always orange. Always orange. Always orange. Wow. All right, Jason, what happened here? Reference. So the initial compromise is the fish. Oh, surprising no one. (laughs) So it's not like it was an external, like, trust relationship thing that led to it's it's not some, you know, other social engineering attack of it's not like a coworker is now trying to social engineer. It's not inside a threat. The initial compromise is this fish. And so at least you have the initial compromise. And somehow the initial compromise turned into an internal password spray. And that means there's some persistence and some type of C2 and XFIL. And uh, what would you like to do next? So since our Rita analysis failed, what if there are some other firewall logs we're not capturing with NetFlow and we want to go look at those firewall logs since we have a modifier? Ooh. So use all the things that we have procedures for at the beginning. I mean, we're it's what we know how to do. So are, are you saying that we have Windows <laughs> firewall logs that can detect to see if they used credentials from Doug's host to somewhere else? No, that's not. not that's not an endpoint firewall. That's your. That's your. That's your. That's your. Uh, that's your egress. Egress was, point. That would be too cool. That would be too I was cool. Trying to stretch that. the scenario. That's <laughs> the Windows firewall does that. I heard. I don't, I don't it does. Yeah. It does have logs. There was awkward silence. <laughs> what turn? What turn are we on? Uh, it is turn number four. Three, four. Yeah. Four. four. Oh, we got this yep. in the bag. Out of ten. <laughs> okay. So, Nor- so normally, I-, I think firewall log analysis is the thing, but we know Doug Dig Doug's machine is yep. hammering. <laughs> Thinking about oh. it, I I may isolate right off the bat in a in a full blown. If we already see that, that they're doing, we could that doesn't get us a card, card, right? It's not it's not yeah. one of our preferred cards, but isolation yeah. is something that would definitely come to my mind yeah. to use Absolutely. right away. Well, so a couple of things about isolation, uh, Jason. Is this the card that we nixed? No, it's not. Uh, we well, okay. Yeah, we we nixed internal segmentation in, in favor of cyber deception. Okay. So in the next version, yep. So one of the reasons why like segmentation, we probably should do something about isolation, is it doesn't further the game. Um, it is absolutely something that you would do as part of an incident. But let's also step back for a second. Whenever we're thinking about isolation, this is four days, right? In, in a lot of ways, that damage is done. So even if you unplug this computer, you go up and you yank it off the network, do you ha- did you gain anything at that point? Doug's like, um, hey, so I have work to do. I mean, maybe that's their only, <laughs> maybe that's their only C2. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe they're not well, the reference. But if we go back to 10. firewall log review, 
If we go back to firewall log review, Rita may not have caught the beacon, but there's a lot of times when you're working an incident, you pull down the firewall logs, you specifically look at Doug's system and say, who has Doug's system to talk to? So firewall log review might get you that C2 card. Yeah. Can I use my threat intelligence on my firewall log review? And, uh... <laughs> you sure can. <laughs> you sure can. For a negative two modifier. <laughs> negative two modifier. <laughs> can I roll a charisma check to seduce the seam? <laughs> next turn, next turn. That's, there's so much wrong with everything you just said uh, and, uh, because I, roll a I know that there's somebody listening right now that's like got really uncomfortable how does he know that i'm romancing my servers hide the candles oh, rules name sweet nothings i think firewall logs are our only option i don't think I don't, i'm looking at all the other cards i'm not seeing anything that the Oh, I mean, I think for the persistence, we're despite how misanthropic we might be, um, we still have to like look at at, at Doug's system. Yeah. So I think one of the endpoint analysis one. <laughs> Didn't we? Oh, I would agree. I would that? agree. At some point, you should do. Oh that. yeah, yeah. You, you, you still, still have endpoint, endpoint and endpoint protection. Security. Yeah, you have both those, yeah. but those are straight fifty-fifty rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have to call out mm-hmm. what firewall logs we're going to look at, or just hey, we're going to grab all the firewall? All of them. Oh, we, keep that, have... we keep that pretty generic. 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 Um, we keep that pretty generic because whenever you're looking at logs, even with Cisco devices, um, even the way that they implement NetFlow, it's all different. And you could be looking at JFlow, you could be looking at SFlow, and any numbers of different types of quote unquote flows. So we kept it more or less generic. But whenever you do roll on that, if you have an idea, if you're like, yeah, I like Fortinet, and they have this really cool log that I like, that would be perfectly fine. Then magically, your firewall is then a Fortinet firewall. <laughs> one, one last question, <laughs> and I, then I shut up for a second here. What kind of internal firewalls do we have? Not host base, but do we have any sort of internal segmentation that we might catch things before they leave the perimeter? You're pretty much just running, if you're lucky, reflective ACLs. That's it. Like, there's no, there's no fancy firewalling on the inside of this network. Okay. Sorry, because right. we so, just don't see that very often in our pen tests, to be honest. I feel like endpoint analysis or endpoint security production analysis was next. It's, yep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Go All for right. it. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, the endpoint analysis is like either physically looking at Doug's computer or remoting into Doug's computer. Endpoint security protection analysis, looking at the logs generated from the EDR or from the uh, whatever. I think EDR is going to give us a, yeah, in this scenario, it would give us a better I don't think forensics on this is... Can you tell us what EDR is running? <laughs> <laughs> and whatever name you say. Velociraptor. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I knew you were going to fail out. <laughs> yeah. Does it matter? It does. I mean, they're really all about the same. They're all Carbon purple. Same. Carbon purple. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. for Carbon the RSA. is pretty bad. It's a bruising. Yeah. Carbon strike. Right. Carbon strike. <laughs> We're rolling. Uh, orange size? Endpoint security protection. Always orange. Always orange. Let's go with always orange. Always orange. Always orange. Always orange. Oh. All right. What's so with so rolling threes today? today? Like, the odds of this is not good. <laughs> it is true. It's yeah. definitely waiting. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it works out over a million rolls, but yeah. right now, I'm a little suspicious <laughs> at this point. Game's got to be somewhat. Well, at least right? we have our uh, CM back. That is true. Yep, there you go. Back. 
immediately goes down. That could get us a C2. If you tell me that you're you're dumping NetFlow into your SIM, or even oh. Sysmon, actually, um, yeah. because Sysmon Event ID 3, uh, your SIM may be able to pull that out as well. We're good with that. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to capture the traffic. I like how the sim can become anything, honestly, when you think about it. (laughs) So one thing that we didn't do, and we're just going to, for expediency's sake, normally, like, why did not, why didn't the endpoint security protection analysis, why were you unable to detect anything at this time? Now, you can always come back and try it again later. But when you're playing this game internally with your own organization, those questions right there reveal the things that you need to fix or the gaps inside your, your current security. Absolutely. It's funny with this group, no one was surprised, though. (laughs) <laughs> like it's like oh endpoint didn't detect uh, huh. uh, uh, well. and we move on yeah yeah they had the best flavor of the month because there's so yep. many parts where it can fail yeah <laughs> machine learning was confused yeah that ml was not ai enough or no one was looking at it like it could have been a people problem i'm surprised that the security team can get away for almost a week without detecting any of this stuff because we don't look at any of our tools until someone tells us, hey, yeah, I'm there's not, a weird yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm going to go to that folder in my email. Well, when they yeah. first set it up, they were getting so many alerts, they had to, you know, silence them all. And now, yeah. you know, here we are. Uh, uh, there's two years, years of alerts. I liked it. Yeah. So what's it going to be? So do we hit Sam or do we look again? for Firewall? I say we go Sam. I say we go Sam. I'm good with that. Three is looking real good. All right. Looks like the yeah. sim is the consensus. I'm going to roll. Dice. It's going to be a three again. Oh, Watch please it. not. <laughs> Don't Here it comes. Oh, come on. Eight. Eight, Eight nine, Ooh, ten, good. eleven. Yes. Awesome. So, Jason, I think we should pull up uh, the uh, domain fronting as C2. I think we should pull that card. All right. So, you're this is seeing... so much easier. Jason actually sent me the, 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 the game, and it's a lot easier for me to like move it in a direction. So, so domain fronting, the, uh, the attackers are using domain fronting as C2, which I guess with the upgrade to Rita, they should have been able to detect, but maybe they're not quite sure. Should what have. Maybe they for. didn't get their update in. Yeah. Maybe they didn't get that new update. Yeah. No, well, they were they using Azure but, this time. But it doesn't show SIM as a detection. But we're feeding a it lot. doesn't, and like I like okay. I said earlier, um, you know, those are kind of put in place for people that really don't know. But whenever you're playing the game as an incident master, you can be like, well, if you're throwing Sysmon Event ID three in your sim, we can actually right. try to move it and make it more educational for people. Because people listening are like, what the hell is Sysmon Event ID three? Should I be sending that to my sim? And the answer is yes. So. Unlike a standard game of D&D, the, the Incident Master's job isn't to crush the player's will. <laughs> that's, okay, so that's one of my pet peeves. That should never be the role of a, of a DM. Like, that sh- just shouldn't be. You know, make the game interesting. So. All right. Well, all we have is persistence left, and doing forensics on Doug's box is probably the best option, I think, from what we have left. Yep. So that's just raw endpoint analysis, then. That's just straight endpoint. Well, let's, let's clone a hard drive. All right. Yay. So this could. Clone the hard drive. I've got my hard drive sling knife. Robert Lee. Can we roll the purple one instead? Because I don't trust you with orange anymore. I, I think. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, we're going on the purple card, right, Rob? 
So, so purple? purple card, purple dice. Uh, All right, this is for endpoint analysis. Oh. All right, here we go. Easy. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Seventeen. Se- Seventeen. Yeah. Pro hackers. All right. So with a 17, you were able to determine that the attackers were using accessibility features Ooh. as a form of persistence. Yes. Devious. Um, persistence. Bash bunny. Love yeah, it. They fished them and then sent them Somehow. a bash bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. link was actually to order a bash bunny. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh. It, it was, was. It was. They but ordered the bash bunny, even, and then in the middle, they got the FedEx and it, and took out the yeah. the one they ordered, put in a fake one with a real binary in it. Oh yeah. Was that, was that wrong? Should I not chain. have done that? Um, but yeah, you can actually download the bash bunny scripts though too. Yeah. So if people want to see what you can do with the bash bunny, um, I can't remember the exact website, but you can actually choose <laughs> you know, like how it's going to work. In <laughs> Uh, there is no cross promo here and <laughs> well no, I, I, I feel really personal about the bash bunny because i invented it so like that's awesome <laughs> it's personal to him it's super personal <laughs> well yeah. uh so whenever you finish doing a game of backdoors and breaches there's always the recap and so the recap was uh doug's computer was it was a fish an internal uh, fish from the CFO where they were doing um, what, what's the executive spoofing? What's the term for it? Whaling, 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 okay. dolphining. And then you get uh, a whale splashing, and it kind of you know, they were using mid-level management's an orca. Uh, they were using <laughs> accessibility features. Beluga whale. Uh, the internal password spray from Doug's system, Dig Doug's system. They, uh, they're Dig using domain fronting as C two. So. You know, every once in a while, we have a plausible or not plausible type of attack. Is this a plausible attack that could potentially happen inside an organization? Most of it, I say, except for the bash bunny part. But so it's not really the bash bunny; it's the accessibility yeah. which is the yeah. persistence. Yeah. So yeah. that's totally Those are just tools that do that. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I just got caught up. On I that. had one one incident. I worked out of a company out of uh, Canada. Uh, the guy who got compromised was somebody who was uh, uh, vision impaired and he was always using magnifier and that's where they actually set it. So it would trigger every time magnifier was used. And I was like, that's just low. That's yeah, just that's really, low. really low. There was a, there was a Shmoocon talk where there was a guy who, and I apologize, I forget his name, but um, he scanned the entire internet for RDP, open RDP and had his script RDP in and shift five times and then take a screenshot yeah. to see, and then he oh, no. used color matching or OCR to see if a, a black uh, box showed up on the screen, yeah, and then did a presentation about all of the boxes across the internet that he could RDP to without NLA, and would hit shift five times and and get a command prompt on. And he was like, there was like twenty thousand across the entire internet. Oh my god! So for those of you that that don't know, um. What, what what do is there's a there's a executable called setHC.exe uh, that you can overwrite and that's your sticky keys binary and if you hit shift just like Rob said five times it brings up sticky keys but in this situation it was replaced with cmd.exe now I know Rob knows this but if you're log if you're not logged in and you hit shift five times for setHC.exe you get a command prompt 
what are the permissions you're running at at that point? System. 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 Very good. And then for the nether win, how do you get your full GUI environment from the command prompt whenever you're running a system? Type in exploder. Yep, explore. Bingo. Very good. Very, very good. So, Well, everybody, thank you for playing this pilot episode of Actors and Breaches Online using our new tabletop simulator. Yay, we won! Yeah, you did. You got it in six turns. So just a recap, you started with the seam. You then went with Rita. It was unsuccessful the first time you tried it. Let's say you just downloaded it yesterday and you're just now ingesting logs into it. It's going to take you a little while to watch some of the videos that you need, maybe. Uh, You went to server analysis, then endpoint security protection analysis. That was unsuccessful, uh, but that wasn't a surprise. You then did your seam again. And then you were able to find domain fronting in C2. And then you finished it up with some forensics on the box, which gave you the, the persistence mechanism. Any final thoughts, anybody? No, so when do we go into time. the second phase of the game where you have to answer internal auditor's questions for about six months? <laughs> <laughs> we skipped that. that. That's the part wow. of the game that's not there. Oh, Th- that's the montage at the end. You know, so <laughs> we have to credit. Oh, oh my God. You know what sucks about that is there's so much truth in that statement. It hurts. <laughs> what who who plays the role of the reporter? Like who who's gonna talk oh, ask us who's, about who's all the Krebs? <laughs> right? Who's gonna who's, ask who's, who's the, the Brian Krebs character? Yeah. Yep. And then who's gonna <laughs> so, talk to him and leak all the data? Not it. So, so what was the email? What did it look like? <laughs> that, that Ralph would be awesome. to learn. Ralph wants to learn. Hey, what's a new technique that I can email that I'm going to get these things? With? <laughs> <laughs> so, in the future, we'll be inviting people from our uh, Discord server on to play, uh, just like we had here today. But we'll have some of our friends come back again in the future. The goal is to do this every two weeks and then make the podcast available. So, if you're listening to this now as a podcast, then I guess we did that. Uh, but if you're watching the recording, podcasters, then uh, yes. If you're not listening to it, then we didn't make it a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We decided this was a bad idea. Please wait to find out. Not listening for those to it. of you that were here live, this is special. <laughs> if you're not listening to it, you were probably using accessibility features to get <laughs> And All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. That is it for today. I'm going to end the... Well, actually, Ryan's going to end the stream. Ryan, go ahead and kill it with fire.